Memphis to the King. What a mighty God we serve. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. We exalt you today, Lord. We give you praise out of our heart. Thank you for your faithfulness, your goodness, Lord. Blessed be the wonderful name of the Lord. Amen. You can be seated. I want to say it's good to be here today. What an awesome meeting. My, I've been richly blessed uh, for coming. Tremendous preaching and anointing that's filled this house. And um, we want to say how much we appreciate the Davies. Uh, every time I come, I get inspired. I want to go home and, and straighten things up and paint things and, and uh, get things in order. Amen. These are wonderful people of God. And, and then to be here with all the wonderful ministers, as well as my family and my wife. Amen. Been blessed abundantly, marvelously helped. Amen. Thank the Lord for uh, our family, Brother Davis was talking about. And uh, God has certainly been good to us and uh, blessed us, blessed me with a wonderful son and daughter, added a son and daughter. Of course, uh, we don't believe in those having daughter-in-laws. We just have daughters. Amen. I, uh, they don't like for me to do it, but uh, I tell people, I said, this is my son. He married my daughter. <laughs> uh, and these are their children. <laughs> and I said, besides that, we're from Arkansas. God's good. Amen. I'm humbled by the goodness of God in my life and the help of the Lord. I appreciate all of he's done in my life. feel really grateful. I, uh, since I've been here, I do want to tell you, though, I have been persecuted. Uh, first time I got persecuted was uh, I was sitting over here on this platform. And Sister White, I don't even know if she's here today, but she accused me of sleeping in church. <laughs> she said, I nodded off. I said, you don't even know when the Spirit's moving. <laughs> that wasn't nodding off. I was just feeling the Holy Ghost. Then <laughs> I got persecuted right before I got up here. Brother Hearn, he come in here. And he did the signs of the cross, tried to get me to move from where I was sitting up here. I said, brother, I thought that was the reason people ran late for church, where they could see them. <laughs> no. So y'all pray for me. <laughs> Need the help of the Lord. Well, what a mighty God we serve. I'm in love with Jesus. What about you? It's a good life living for the Lord. Don't have no sad stories to tell. The Lord's a way maker. Amen. The Lord has certainly been faithful, and I want you to know I'm grateful. What a tremendous message we heard last night, and I want to get out of the way and hear another great one today. Amen. Glad to be here and honored, Brother Davies, to be asked to be a part of this service, and special service like this today. And uh, I've watched the young Brother Davies, and what a noble young man. 
tremendous. Isn't it wonderful? Amen. See young men grow up, love this truth, stand for what's right. They don't have to get out and mess half their life up and then come to God. And everybody rejoice about that. I don't know why we couldn't rejoice over young man and his wife that didn't ever do any of those things. Yeah, that's all right. Stand together and clap your hands for it. Amen. Thank the Lord for it. We praise you, God. <clears throat> hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, I want you to help me obey the Lord here for a few minutes. Believe the Lord to speak to us in this house. and uh, We thank the Lord for his presence. We've already felt. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. 1 Peter 5 and 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Pray with me. You want to lift up your voices and hands together? Come on. All over. You in the back, would you join in with me and help me today? Lord, I believe you today. Thank you for your mercy, your grace, your goodness. We believe you, Jesus. We believe you, Jesus. We believe you, Jesus. Bless that wonderful name of the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. If it's appropriate, why don't you reach over and join somebody in prayer? Come on, let's have a little prayer meeting before we get into the word of the Lord. Lord, we believe you. We trust you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. Oh, Jesus. Bless your wonderful name, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Give us a breakthrough of the Holy Ghost today, God. Let your spirit, power, and anointing fill this house today, Lord. Let somebody be encouraged, somebody be moved toward you. We believe you, Jesus. We believe you, Jesus. We believe you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you for your response. Thank you for the way you people pray. Amen. You can be seated. The scripture tells us about our enemy. It says he has come as a roaring lion, walking, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. The scripture tells us there were war in heaven. Michael and his angel fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. And thank God for this, prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. The Bible said that great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out of the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Thank God, I heard, the writer said, a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, and which accused them before 
our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. The Apostle Paul said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. Everybody say this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Then he said again, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of the strongholds. I think you can see from what I've read today, we've got big problems in this world. Since I've been here hearing the word of the Lord preached in such a wonderful anointed way from Brother Jackson to on, today I've heard the problems that we are facing in this world. Thank God the answer has not changed. But we do have big problems. We've got the enemy, the adversary. He's going about as a roaring lion, seeking, seeking whom he may devour. He's on your trail today. You don't get too old. You don't get too young. It doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter how long you've had the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's an enemy on your trail today. And he's out to devour the good gift that God has given you and the blessings of the Holy Ghost that are upon your life. But we wrestle not against flesh and blood. It's not, you know, the one of the big things that we mistaken in this spiritual warfare because people are involved. We think that if they would go away, that would solve the problem. But it is not people. It's not flesh and blood. We're dealing with spirits, principalities, against powers, against spiritual wickedness. In high places, the Bible said, but our weapons of our warfare, God help us. In our carnality and in our battle is just being human. It's easy to think if I can get the right lawyer or the right answer to this problem, it can be solved. But not for us. Amen. Our weapons are not carnal weapons. But our weapons is this wonderful God that we serve. Thank God for his power and his anointing. Amen. We've got big problems in the world we're living in. It seems as if it's going to increase. It seems that the things that we see going on in our great nation just rips your very heart out to think about uh, the situation that we're in, that people would be against church and they would be against the Bible and they'd be against what we were founded on and how we have been blessed all of these years and been abundantly blessed how on earth could people fight the very thing that has blessed us but the enemy is going about today as a roaring lion seeking every one of us in this house out to kill and to destroy the good gifts and the good blessings that God has sent our way help us God Help us in this day and hour. And I think today we're searching, and I want you to help me today, searching for the answer to the dilemma and the problem that we're facing. Help us, God, today. Isaiah said, and it shall be come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off his shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed. Because of 
the anointing. Amen. The burden is going to be taken away. And it's going to be taken off his shoulder, the yoke off his neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Big question is this. How can we increase the anointing of God in our life? Because it's the anointing of God that breaks the yoke. Amen. Help us, God. Daniel said, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupted by flatteries, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. If you just know your God, if you can get acquainted with this God, amen, I wonder today if we could not ask God to help us that we could grow in the knowledge of him. Amen. That we would have a greater anointing upon our life. His presence, his power would be upon us. Is it possible today that we could grow in the anointing? Is it possible that we could grow to know him? That whenever the spirits of this world and that roaring lion that comes against us, that we can rise in faith and do exploits against the devil. Amen. God help us. Hallelujah. Amen. It was Moses, the Bible said, that he spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. God said, Moses, I want to tell you something. There shall no man be able to stand before you. I will lay fear and dread upon the land. He promised Joshua the same thing. He said, Joshua, there will be no man be able to stand before you. Or meaning nobody's going to be able to stop you. I'm glad we're in a church, a Holy Ghost church, a tongue-talking church, an apostolic church, not a weak-kneed church, but a church that's got power and anointing. I'm glad of this mighty God that we serve. Come on and praise him out of your heart today. And the question I want to present to you today, is there a way that we can increase our anointing? Is there a way that we can increase our power with God? Amen. I believe that as we see, you can be seated, as we see all the things coming our way, that it's going to take more anointing. It's going to take more grace. His presence, his power in our life. Help us, God that we can grow in you and be everything that you would desire us to be. How can we grow a greater anointing in our life? And I believe it comes through this one thing, and that is the power of prayer. Everybody say prayer. prayer. James, the writer, gave us some instructions, said, Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual. Fervent prayer of a righteous man is going to avail much. Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed earnestly. Everybody say earnestly. That it may not rain and it rain not upon the earth for the space of three years and six months. He told us about the power of prayer. Amen. The anointing that will come upon us through praying fervently. And praying earnestly. The Apostle Paul 
gave us instructions in praying. Another level of praying is whenever we're praying in the Spirit. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Here we move to another level of prayer. Thank God for all prayer. It's a good prayer when you bow your head at the table and say, thank you, God, for this food. And it's the right thing to do. It's a good prayer when you come to the house of God and you're asked to raise your hands and you raise your hands and pray. It's a good prayer when you're driving down the road and the thought of God comes to your mind and you whisper a prayer. Thank God for the power of prayer. But I don't want to tell you, it takes it to another level. Everybody say another level. It takes it to another level when you come to the place that you're praying in the Spirit. And the Spirit itself is making intercession. I think for the big problems that we're facing, this is the big answer to meet the problems that we're going to face. I think the casual prayer is over with. I think there's got to be fervent, Holy Ghost, heartfelt, anointed prayer where we move from the conscious to the subconscious and the Spirit is making intercession through us. Come on, let's talk to him right now together. Speak to us in this house, God. Oh, help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, God. We believe you, Jesus. We believe you, Jesus. We believe you, Jesus. We believe you. Hallelujah, praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Help us, God. Help us, God. Amen. As the children of Israel were instructed to go out every day and collect the manna. And you know, that's what God, when he told Moses, he said, have them to do it. And this will tell me whether they will keep my law or no. Whether they'll do it or not. Is how they go out and get their manna. Six days go and get your man. On the sixth day, get enough for the seventh. And you can't store up enough to take care of the next day from the first day to the second day. You've got to go out every day and get your manna. Amen. I'll tell you what, when people try to store up prayer, it will not work. Amen. Help us, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'd like to stir somebody up today. Amen. The Bible said that they got worms in it when they tried to save it for the next day. If you want to get good and wormy in the church, I want to tell you what, you just miss a few days praying. Amen. Worms will get in you, friend. Problems will break out in you. You'll start seeing things in a different light. It's why it's so important that every day of our life, amen. I want to, the most important thing ought to be on your mind when you get up in the morning is I'm going to touch God. Amen. If the day takes off and gets ahead of you, it ought to be in your mind. I'm going to get to the church this evening. I'm going to be at the house of God. Amen. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Nothing's going to stop me from praying. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us, God. Help us. Amen. Hallelujah. And then... To move into that place where the Spirit of the Holy Ghost can make intercession through you. It's no longer just conscious. It's no longer just saying words. Oh, hallelujah. There's another level in prayer. 
there's another level in anointing. There's another level in his presence where you're not just saying word, but the Holy Ghost, amen, knows what we have need of even before we ask. And the Holy Ghost is making intercession through us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, put it in our churches and in our hearts, Lord. Hallelujah. The apostle Paul said, I pray with an unknown tongue and my spirit prayeth. But my understanding is unfruitful. What then? He said, I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. And then comes another level of prayer. And that's the level of where you're totally broken before God. If you stay in the church long enough, I'm going to tell you, he's going to take you to that level. Situations will happen in your life that will bring you to a place where you will be totally broken if you do the will of the Lord. Of course, you can bow your neck. You can get better at God. You can get better at people. You can refuse to do it. Or you can bring yourself under subjection and say, here it go. Here I go. Amen. I'm willing to break totally. Jesus in the garden saying, Father, if it be thy will, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven and strengthened him. And being in agony, he prayed the more earnestly. And his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling to the ground. I'm talking about being totally broken. Totally broken where you're totally dependent upon God. You've got to have his help. He brings all men, sisters, to this point. Got to have you, God. Can't make it without you. Situations arise in our life that takes us to another level than prayer. Problems come and it takes us to a, another level. Thank you, Jesus, for it. To where our flesh is totally broken before him. David said, for thy, if thy desires not sacrifices, else would I give it. Thy delightest not in burnt offerings. He said, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O God, will I, thy will not despise David understood that it's not in sacrifices it's not in a form of godliness it's not going through a program but it's when you reach that point that off the drawing board of your heart comes a sacrifice unto God that you are so totally broken before him i got to have his help. You know, little problems, we can figure them out for ourselves, but I'm going to tell you, in this life, you will face big problems that you can't figure out for yourself. And you've got to have his help. And he brings us to those places where we're totally broken. Totally broken before him. That he can lead us on. I think about the flesh that we struggle with. 
how things of this world puff us up. Pride gets in our heart. Let me give you a few things. One thing is money. You'll get to thinking that what Solomon said, it answers all things, but I'm going to tell you it does not. There's things that money cannot answer. Only God can answer. Talent puffs people up. People super talented, they get to where they don't even feel like they need God. They can do it within themselves. It's much of where our world is at today. It doesn't matter how much talent you got. God will bring you to a place where you'll be totally broken and you've got to have his help. Here's another big one. Our self-righteousness. Our self-righteousness. Feeling like, you know, I'm right and the rest of the whole world is wrong. God's got a way of breaking our spirit. Help us, God. Help us to fall at the cross on our own. Help us to bring our flesh and say, here I am, God. I surrender everything to you. I want to be what you want me to be. Everybody say big problems. You ever have big problems? You need a big God. It may be out of your control, but I'm here to tell you it's not out of his control. When life runs out of your control, it's never out of his control. When the problems are bigger than you can deal with, I'm glad to preach to you today. There's a God that can make a way. There's never been a problem that God didn't have an answer to. You can be seated. I tell you what the devil will want to do in big problems. He'll want to put bitterness in your heart. He wants to steal from you the joy of the Holy Ghost. He's a thief that has come to steal the joy and the happiness of living for God. Help us, God. Many years ago, God gave me a message. I preached it home, referred to it a lot of times. But it's where the children of Israel... They crossed the Red Sea and Miriam got on the other side and they took that tambourine and they began, and the Bible said all the women, so I guess they all made them a tambourine. When I preached that message, I went out and bought about 20, I bought all the tambourines I could find. I think there were 24, but uh, everybody needs a tambourine. And what would have happened of course, you know, it wasn't long because they hit no water and bitter water and what they start doing. First time the Bible mentions murmuring and complaining, they begin to murmur against God. You know what God wanted them to do? He wanted them to keep beating that tambourine. He wanted them to beat it right in the devil's face. I tell you who are to be shouting the most today. Is whoever the devil's attacking the most. You can't get bitter. You need to get better. 
God's a way maker. Where'd I hear that tambourine? Amen. Yes, Lord, yes, thank you. Help me to help you. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You can be seated. You know what the devil wants to do? He wants to get the tambourine out of your hand. You know, when you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, if you didn't get the joy of the Holy Ghost, you did not get the Holy Ghost. If there was some, some shouting and some singing and praising God in your heart, you need to go back to the altar again. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're a liar, Satan, and the truth is not in you. You know what? The devil, the roaring lion, is seeking whom he can devour. People get the Holy Ghost. They say, I never dreamed I'd have a trial like this. I never dreamed I would be attacked. And you know the worst attack is when it's inside the church. Because you expect everybody inside the church to try to help you. But when it comes from inside, that's another level of attack. But I'm glad to preach to you today and tell you the tambourine is still work. When you're attacked from inside... And the devil can't get your joy. And the devil can't steal your anointing. Oh, yes, God, yes, God. Oh, yes, Lord. You got to watch. You can be seated. You got to watch what you say. You got to watch how you talk about your trials. You got to watch the thought that the devil puts in your mind. Why is all this happening to me after I have lived for God all these years, Brother Holmes? Look at me. I'm here filing bankruptcy and I've been paying my tithes. Problems and problems. You got to be careful what you say. Nobody is with an excuse for complaining. You don't have one. I don't have one. Nobody has one that's in the church of the living God. You're supposed to be beating a tambourine. You're supposed to be rejoicing in the Holy Ghost. 
It doesn't matter how bad it is. It's how big is our God. If you believe he's big enough. Devil, you're a liar. You can be seated. It, this, your world cannot spin out of his control. It may be out of your control, but I'm going to tell you it's not out of his control. You may can't figure it out, but he's got it figured out. You may wonder, but you can trust in the Lord and have confidence in him. Man, thank God. You know, we all face trials. Man that's born of woman is a, help me out. You'll make me feel at home if you help me out. Is a few days and full of, say it with me again, trouble. A few days and somebody said, I'm so surprised I got trouble. Well, read the Bible, honey. Think it not strange concerning these Oh, help me. Fiery trials, man. Woo. I feel the fire of this trial on me. I understand. Go get your tambourine. The devil hates a tambourine in the hand of a child of God that he's trying to destroy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You can be seated a couple years ago. Something got in my spirit and said, you know, instead of praying an hour, why don't you commit to a couple hours? And not study, not daydream, but just get in the spirit and just stay there. Man. Looking back, I'm grateful I did. Hallelujah. December the 31st. 2014, I walked out in my garage and there laid my wife on her nose. I didn't know you could die that fast. She never even moved. She died on her feet. I turned her over and started blowing, trying to revive her, pumping her chest. But she had left this world. It was our 43rd Wedding anniversary. We had church that night, New Year's Eve, communion and foot washing. I went to the house of God. Man, I will tell you, I didn't know where I was going to spend the night that night. I didn't know what I was going to do. But you know, His grace is sufficient. You just can't be complaining. I hope I help somebody today. I hope every child of God says, Devil, you're not going to make me ask them hard questions. Get that crazy thinking going in my mind. 
you're not going to do it to me. I'm going to, I'm going to bring every thought into captivity. Every thought into captivity. Every thought. Everybody say every thought. That means lustful thoughts. You shouldn't be looking at somebody else's wife. You ought to just be thankful for what God's done for you and given you. Ever thought into captivity. I went back home. We, we had church. We had communion. We had foot washing. We shouted. Hallelujah. Church in shock. We're all in shock. Got in that bed, Brother Jackson. Some of them come out and spent the night. Boy, I'll tell you what, I appreciated them do it, but that was a long ways from that bed where I was sleeping. They were upstairs. Crawled back in that same bed. I didn't think I could sleep, but I did. I slept about four hours. When I woke up, Hallelujah. I went to that church. Fast as I get there. I got the tambourine. You know what I did? Brother Davis, can I borrow that other one? Yes, sir. I got two tambourines that morning. If I could have put a couple on my legs, I'd have put them on my legs. Because I said, devil, you're a liar. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why this has happened. Amen. But I'm going to beat it in your face today if I've ever beat it in your face. not in you. We weren't put in this earth to be defeated. We weren't put here to go down. We were put here to be victorious. We were put here to be overcomers. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Join up with somebody and let's pray right now together. Hallelujah. 
serve hallelujah 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 oh yes what a mighty God we serve amen 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 I'd like to challenge someone here in this house today you know every ever great thing that happened in the word of the Lord you go through they were building altars they were building altars you find the brokenness of man you find them in sackcloth and ashes you find Nineveh didn't know anything about God but they're down in sackcloth and they're in ashes I'm talking about totally broken you find the people of Nehemiah crying out to God Everything in the world that could go wrong went wrong in the life of Nehemiah. But he never lost sight. He never lost hope. God's a way maker. Hallelujah. His own brethren rising up against him. Judah, the Jews that come ten times and said, you can't do this, Nehemiah. He never lost faith. He never lost sight. God's a way I just come to tell you. <laughs> I don't care how dark your trial is. Don't lose faith. God's a way maker. God's a way maker. I thank you, Jesus. I'd like to challenge somebody for the next 52 days. 
that you make up your mind every day. I'm not going to just say a little prayer. I'm not going to just have a dry. I'm going to press in. Everybody say press. Until I pray in the Holy Ghost every day. Every day. Every day. For the next 52 days. I'm going to ratchet up on the devil. I'm going to pick it up on him. I wonder how many in this house you need a miracle. You need God to save a child or turn a situation around. That you take a challenge today. And say, devil, I'm coming at you. I'm coming after you. For the next 52 days, I will not miss a day. But I will pray. And I will pray fervently. I will pray earnestly. Oh, hallelujah. Let's praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I want to just tell you this. Brother Holmes, he came to our church about uh, two months ago, and he was preaching and talking about prayer, kind of on the lines of what's happening here today. And uh, he got up and he said, in 52 days, if you'll get hold of this prayer and pray consistently, there's going to be miracles in this church. Amen. 52 days ended just a few days ago, and I cannot name all the things that happened to us. We had a man in our church, Brother Bo Boyston, has been with us uh, for a long time. He's about 64 years old. Uh, we were having Sunday school. He, his eyes uh, went up in his head. I mean, he, when we got to him, he looked like death. Uh, and uh, we had about 100 people there praying, and I mean, he, he looked like he was gone. And the Lord touched him and, and raised him up right there. They called 911, when it's kind of funny, one of the ladies was on the phone with 911, and they asked a little bit about him. She said, well, there's 100 people praying for him right now. The 911 ambulance came. They took him to the hospital. They ran tests for two days. They said, we can't find anything. We have a nurse practitioner in our church. She said, by all rights, everything she read, he had a stroke. Our God's a healer. Our God's a healer. Our God's a healer. It's not only that. Amen. We had money come in. We bought some property, $21,000. Somebody gave us $21,000 on the property. Uh, we've had folks get raises on their jobs in 52 days. I believe this man right here. If you believe his prophets, if you believe his prophets, this consistent prayer works. Come on, let's worship the Lord right now. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 